We've got a special guest on the Roman guest line, Mark Drumheller from Yahoo Sportsbook. I believe he's on the line right now. Mark, are you there? I am, Ryan. Trista, thanks so much for having me back on. Oh, thanks for having us, sir. Thanks for coming on. Um, Mark, were you surprised that the College Football Committee didn't make a stronger push to conspire to keep Cincinnati out of the college football playoffs? And and have we all just overestimated their desire to shut out non-Power 5 teams? Not exactly. I mean, I think if they had a better reason, they probably would have left them out. Like, I think if Oklahoma State got the job done, they would have found a way to put them in. Um, I just think that it's, you know, difficult for a team like Cincinnati, a group of five team to compete in this spot. I think from a marketing standpoint, it's good for college football because they can sell the David versus Goliath thing, you know, going into this game with them having to take on Miami, uh, Alabama. But it's really going to be difficult just from a, a talent perspective for them, I think, to match up on the field with Alabama. Mark, I want to ask you about a couple games, but do you think, you know what's crazy? So I always root for the underdog, right? And like even a couple years back, I was rooting for Washington. I was rooting for Central Florida to get in. And I'm a Notre Dame fan, so I guess even like nobody considers us underdogs, but anytime we go to the playoff, we're usually three touchdown underdogs. But I think that we've learned through like the NCAA tournament, we root for these Cinderella stories and these underdogs. But then when they get to the final four, we don't really want to see them there. And like, you know, same thing with the college football playoff. Do you really want to see a team like Cincinnati get in? Because I think we do root for the Blue Bloods. Like, we want Alabama Clemson. As much as we say, oh, I'm so sick of this, don't you feel like the people actually want it? They want the best matchup. And let's be honest, Clemson, Alabama, these type of teams, these Power Fives, they do have the best players. They do, absolutely. And it's really, I think, profound in the trenches. And I think that's what you're going to see, you know, with Cincinnati is, is they're going to try and win with their style of play against, you know, athletes that are just much bigger and stronger in the SEC. And, like, we don't, kind of roll our eyes when we talk about that because – it really isn't fair that, like, you know, some of these college football programs, they just continue to get the best players. But um, I do think you're going to see a pretty big distinction. And I think you're true. Like, we root for these Cinderella teams that do well because we want parity. Like, that's why the NFL is so successful. We want, you know, surprise teams making it. We want unpredictable things to happen because it's a lot of fun to root for that stuff. But when it comes down to it, uh, you know, we, when it gets to the end, we, we want to see the best teams, I think, you know, deep down inside and we want Cincinnati to be the best team and to belong there because we want to believe that everybody has a chance but in reality I you know I don't think really that's where we're at so that said Cincinnati 13 and a half point favorites what are you doing in that one yeah I haven't bet it yet uh, you know I'm gonna take a look at it but I really think that it's Alabama's gonna pull away in this one and I just think they're too strong up front I don't I don't think I think there is a little bit something to say about okay like you know, Cincinnati's defense strength is their secondary, right? But, um, you know, even with Mechie out, like Alabama just has guys that they can reload in, into that lineup and that are going to, you know, be able to get open. They're, they're going to be able to score points against Cincinnati. So I just think it's going to be tough for Cincinnati to, to stay in this one. My only concern is, and why I haven't bet it yet, is just trying to figure out how long Saban's going to keep his foot on the gas in this one? Because it's they do have Georgia, or you know, the winner of Georgia, Michigan in the in the finals that they have to prepare for. So this isn't like you know the time of impressing the committee and having to win by margin has passed us. Now it's just we need to win the football game and get on to the finals. So when you're talking about a big number like that, that has to come into play too. Mark, are you sure that we want Cincinnati to be good? Like, are you sure we want a small market team? that hasn't had a history of success to actually be able to compete? 
Or is there something psychologically in our brain that wants big powerhouses that have been good for a long period of time to be there? Like, take, take for example, the Pac-12. Without USC being really good, the Pac-12 just hasn't felt nearly as exciting. Yeah, I agree. I agree 100%. And I think it's a little bit of both. Like, I think deep down inside, we want to believe everybody has a chance. But, you know, we also kind of get tired of the same teams winning all the time. So we, so we want something different. And I think that's where it plays into it. But I don't think we want to see a situation of where, you know, we talk about expanding the playoffs and kind of letting more teams like Cincinnati, you know, get a chance to compete. And let's be honest, for the majority of the season, you know, we had trouble coming up with four teams that could be competitive in, the, in these, you know, college football playoffs. And now that we're here, we're not even sure how competitive all four are going to be, right? So um, I think you're, you're spot on in the sense that, like, we do want, you know, good dominant teams and we want to see teams have success. But then I think we want to ca- our cake and eat it too because we want to be able to mix in some parity. And I think, you know, we as fans want to believe that, you know, some of these – uh, smaller market teams have a chance to kind of, you know, the whole underdog story. But um, in reality, in college football, that's the one place where that is the least likely thing to happen because all the good schools get all the best players. Let's talk about Oregon right now because I'm an Oregon duck and I have no idea what's going on with the coaching <laughs> search. Like last night it was Chip Kelly and now it's the OC for Clemson. Like what are you hearing in terms of who – Oregon is actually going to get and it also on top of that looks like every assistant under the sun for Oregon has left like a diaspora uh what do you make of this program especially now with uh with Lincoln Riley adding to the conference yeah I think that you know it's it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out you know I heard Dan Lanning today the defensive coordinator for Georgia like that was the rumor that came out and then they came out and shut that down Chip Kelly, I mean, my my read on it is if, if they're reaching out to Chip Kelly to talk to him, there has to be interest because there has to be, you know, because of their previous relationship. But I think that a lot of the fans, uh, you know, a lot of fans of Oregon just kind of want to see them turn the page sure. and, and get somebody new in there. There was a lot of excitement for a guy like Lanning, obviously the success that Georgia defense has had. But again, it, it's very easy. I'm not saying that Dan Lanning's not a great coach, but he's not going to have that type of talent at Oregon. Uh, to construct his defense either. Uh, Mark, obviously we're all looking forward to the college football playoff, but I feel like the best investment really isn't in either matchup. What do you like as far as some of these other bowl games? What have you played so far? Yeah, I I have moved on a couple of the bowl games so far. I think that, you know, you could get some um, prices on some of the games. I am on Coastal Friday. I think them against Northern Illinois. Um, I think, you know, they, they'll be able to run on that team. And I think it's two strong running teams that kind of have explosive offenses that could put up some points. But the defenses, there's just a large disparity. So I think Coastal, you know, had a little bit of a disappointing season. Uh, you know, I think they're going to come out and play well um, in the bowl game. Uh, another game I looked at is I did look at Tennessee um, laying the three and a half against Purdue. Um, I think, again, this is, you know, conference versus conference. I think Tennessee in this spot you know, an ascending program is going to come out with something to prove. I think they're going to be able to outscore Purdue in that one. So there are two that I punched in already. What is your approach to betting bowl games? Because right now with COVID and guys sitting out like Kayvon Thibodeau, a bunch of coaches leaving, we don't even know, like I said, who's going to be uh, on the field for a team like Oregon as well as a team like Oklahoma. Um, overall, how do you approach when to bet, how to bet, and and how to even think about things strategically when there's so many moving parts? 
Yeah, ultimately, you just want to get ahead of the market, right? So, you know, you want to keep an eye on, you know, injury news and opt-outs and the transfer portal. Like, that's the thing you're seeing, you know, who's going to play and who's not. You know, who's going to declare to the draft and just kind of punt on the bowl. And, you know, another factor that goes into it is is there's a lot of time off between these games and the end of the season and the running game translates and I think a lot of us are familiar with the trends that go into bowl games and teams that are you know successful in the top 10 of rushing very successful against the spread in these bowl games so I think teams with a strong advantage in the rushing game um, is, is something you want to look at in these types of games just how they typically play out they've been very valuable against the spread but you want to get ahead of the number like when you bet it in your market entry is you know you just have to be on the news you know which coaches are going to be there which aren't going to play you know who's opting out who's not and if you see a team you know in an, with an advantageous line that you get those new that news that's when you want to jump on it now instead of waiting as we get closer to the game all that being said, before we let you go, there's one actually that I wanted to pick out that we haven't really talked about, and it's one that not a lot of people are probably are looking forward to because nobody will most likely end up playing for Clemson, and they were a huge disappointment regardless. But I was looking at that one where we're looking at Iowa State favored, and you know it's been a disappointing season for them as well, but they are graduating a bunch of those seniors like Brees Hall from Matt Campbell. Looks like he's going to be sticking around for that program. How would you play that one? Because I jumped on Iowa State right away, and it's probably the wrong side going against Clemson, but I feel pretty good about it. Yeah, I, I do too. I think that, you know, again, you know, a lot of seniors and they're, they're going to be motivated. That's another thing that goes into these bowl games is motivation and how much, you know, motivation is Clemson going to ha- have in this game, right? You know what I mean? When you look at it, it's just a disappointing season for them. It, they're, they're probably going to be a disinterested team in this type of bowl, a team that had playoff aspirations in the beginning of the year. So um, I do think it's a spot where Iowa State can be valuable. I could see them trying to, you know, with Matt Campbell, keep him keeping them focused and having them, you know, overachieving in that matchup. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Mark, uh, on the Roman Guest Line. Mark is uh, a, your, at Yahoo Sportsbook covering the college football and NFL. Uh, you can check him out on Twitter as well. Uh, do you have anything else that you want to promote right now, Mark? Uh, no, just content daily on Yahoo Sportsbook. Um, I write for them, write a lot of NFL um, on Saturday, I do a live stream for the Sharp app that you can catch on YouTube. And, you know, just keep trying to pump out college football content and have a winning season. Well, Mark, we got 20 seconds. Your favorite NFL player, real quick. I'm going to put you on the spot. That's what they do to us favorite here. Favorite NFL play this weekend? Yep. Uh, I'm going with the Browns. I think Baltimore third straight wow, back okay. divisional game. All right. So I'm going to lay the short number with Cleveland. I, I mean, think that uh, Baltimore's in a bad spot. I like it, man. If Baker ain't healthy this week, he's never going to be healthy. He's had two weeks now. This is true. Thanks, Thanks for joining us, Mark. That was Mark Drumheller on the Roman Guest Line with Yahoo Sportsbook. Uh, you can find him talking about college football and the NFL.